With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pitchers across Major League Baseball were being checked for sticky substances, beginning with games played last night. And some of them had the audacity to get indignant and make a spectacle of themselves in the process. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. The Pirates beat the White Sox 6-3 last night at PNC Park. Uh, Terrific night for the home team. Tyler Anderson pitched really well. Kyle Crick and Richard Rodriguez pitched near-perfect eighth and ninth innings. Home run for Adam Frazier. Big rally for the Pirates after Anderson gave up a three-run home run to Yasmani Grandal that briefly gave Chicago a lead and all this other good stuff. I didn't even mention David Bednar, kid from Butler County, getting his first career win. All pretty cool stuff. But within that, Anderson, like most other pitchers around baseball, was inspected. Jerry Meals, remember him? Home plate umpire comes out, checks him. He passes. Everybody else gets checked to Richard Rodriguez, who'd been suspected of using the sticky stuff, was checked as a closer before his appearance, which is common sense. And everybody got through it without any real issues. You know, no complaints, no demonstrations, no nonsense like Scherzer and a couple of other pitchers unbuckling their belts, and one of them in Oakland even dropping his trousers. None of that. None of that happened. This was Derek Shelton's assessment after the game last night of how all this was handled by Meals and his crew. Yeah, I thought the umpires did a good job. I thought they were very quick. You know, they were right on top of it. Uh, Jerry and and Marvin got to guys right away, checked them, were very thorough. Uh, It did not disrupt the game at all. So I I thought I I give... uh, Credit to the umpires tonight. They did a really nice job with it. Pretty sensible stuff there, right? I mean, what do you say? A rule was in the books. The commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, decided in midseason that the rule was being abused, and he decided that pitchers weren't going to be allowed to abuse it anymore because it was damaging the sport, which it was. And these pitchers, a lot of them, again, not just Scherzer, although he's going to get into all the highlights because then Joe Girardi 
came storming out of the Phillies dugout and motioned toward him as if he wanted to go and fight him and, and other nonsense. This ended up becoming something where it felt like the, the pendulum of public opinion really swung toward the pitchers. Like, look what a joke this is. Look what Manfred's done. Oh, my goodness. This is so terrible. Baseball is over. It's dead. It's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous, meaning the reaction. Do you understand that these people, these pitchers, were cheating? That's not an opinion of mine. That's not an attack. It's just a cold, hard, black and white fact. There is a rule in the book. They were violating that rule. They were aware that they were violating that rule. You know how I know that? Because they made every effort to at least go through the motions of concealing the fact that they were violating that rule in the book. You know, you didn't see anybody walk out onto the mound with a can of spider tack in their gloves, did you? You didn't see that. Why? Because they knew it was cheating. They weren't going to flaunt it, even if they felt that everybody else was doing it. So they knew they were breaking a rule. The rule was being broken. The game was being hurt. Offense is virtually non-existent in baseball in 2021. And if you ask me what I'm more worried about, whether it's Scherzer's uh, ego being bruised, or the status of the game that I grew up having as a first love as a child being turned into something that's almost universally mocked now, not for this, but because it's so boring, you know, I'm a lot more worried about the latter than the former. I don't care about Scherzer. I don't care that the MLB Players Association, in all likelihood, hooted and howled over this so much that they've communicated and had their players all doing this ridiculous thing with the unbuckling of the pants. They're the ones who look like the clowns here. Not Manfred, not the umpires. These pitchers look like complete clowns. They cheated. They were caught cheating. And the commissioner reacted accordingly. If they keep behaving like this, if they keep doing this thing where they drop their hat into the grass and unbuckle their pants, that should be grounds for an immediate ejection from the umpire because they're the ones embarrassing the sport. They embarrassed the sport by cheating, and now they're embarrassing the sport by not having any clue as to how to act civilly after they were caught. I can't believe the reaction. I just, this is like, how? How has cheating become okay, but only with baseball fans? Have you noticed that? In what other sport is cheating thought to be okay? Organized, systematic, team-by-team -team cheating. Or wait, no, I'm sorry, the Houston Astros were the only team that were actually really guilty of cheating. Am I playing this right? 
no sport should ever be more sensitive, and no sport ever has been more sensitive to cheating than baseball. And that obviously goes back to the Black Sox scandal. And since then, it's been treated, you know, it, not always as seriously as it needed to be. And the steroids thing obviously ran away from itself, for which Bud Sealing and everybody else should be held responsible. But now you've got a commissioner who was dealt with not one but two different cheating scandals. He blew it with the Astros way, 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 way too soft with this one. He goes after it. He gets it right. And now he's being mocked for that? Come on, man. When we come back, just one question. Back, it's time for just one question. That's brought to you always on this program by the North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. Open for lunch, early lunch today, if you're on your way to the ballpark for the Pirates' attempt to sweep the White Sox. Yes, it could be their first sweep. 12.35 p.m. first pitch. It's two games, but it's still a sweep, right? They're the only team in baseball that doesn't have one. North Shore Tavern is home to Stake on a Stone. North Shore Tavern is home to the planet's only fully dedicated Pirates sports bar, front to back, left to right, nothing but Pirates memorabilia. Come check out North Shore Tavern and the companion venture right next door, Mike's Beer Bar. Today's question comes from Jen, and she asks very simply, if I'm in favor of Bob Nutting selling the franchise. I have maintained for years that the Pirates could be under better ownership. So my direct answer to that question is now and has always been yes. The Pirates have ownership that has let the team down and let the city down on multiple levels beyond the commonly recited payroll stuff. The payroll stuff gets way overblown. That's not me defending the payroll. It's not me defending nutting. It's trying to put into perspective what the actual role of an owner is. I'll give you an example. 2013 to 2015. Pirates make the playoffs every year. 2015, one can make a reasonable argument that they were the best team in baseball in the regular season. 98 wins, the whole deal. What they weren't is wired for a one-game playoff because that's ace versus ace, and that's a difficult thing to win if their ace is better than your ace. That season ends. A.J. Burnett retires, Jay Happ becomes a free agent, the Blue Jays make up their minds that they're going to pay him unconditionally. They do. He leaves for Toronto, and the existing front office at the time, Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark, with Frank Coonley as baseball supervisor or something, decide that Adequate replacements would be found by trading Neil Walker for John Neese, <clears throat> by trying to 
convert Juan Nicasio from relief to starting after he was acquired <clears throat> by adding a 90-year-old Ryan Vogel song. <clears throat> none of this. None of this these, these were all just bad, bad moves. The Pirates didn't cut payroll after 2015. The Pirates made a ton of bad baseball moves. And this is where you need an owner to come in and say, hey, you know, I'm not Branch Rickey here, but I can see that this is really bad. What are you guys doing here? What's this all about? We have seen that with the Steelers and with the Penguins. We've seen that with Art Rooney. We've seen it with Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle. We've seen them step in when they didn't like what they were seeing from a sports standpoint. It's not just that the Steelers are, oh, they spend to the cap. Everybody in the NFL spends to the cap. It's not that the Penguins spend to the cap because, again, everybody in the NHL spends to the cap except for a couple of teams. There's nothing particularly noble about that. They're in cap leagues. They're always going to spend to the cap because that's kind of the way the cap is created. The problem with the Pirates has been that ownership is not baseball savvy enough in order to have prevented these things from happening and in turn nutting let these guys stay on a lot longer, a lot longer than they should have and allowed this hole to get as deep as it has that Ben Charrington now has to dig out of it. It's not going to be quick. So, yes, the answer to that question remains yes. Would I prefer that nutting would sell? Yes, and I would prefer that the Pirates would have better ownership. Would I prefer it based on payroll? No, because there's nothing, there's not an owner in sports that spends out of their own pocket. This is one of those radio talk show myths, you know, that you're going to bring in Mark Cuban and he's going to spend money. And Cuban doesn't spend his own money on the Dallas Mavericks. No owner spends out of their own pocket on the sports team that they own. It does not happen. So no matter who you bring in to Pittsburgh, they're going to be faced with the same financial system that hurts every lower revenue team in Major League Baseball. I hope that answers the question pretty completely, Jen. And I understand why you're asking it, and I hope you understand why I'm answering it the way that I am. I appreciate that question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do this again tomorrow after the sweep. Thank you.